The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. We've got an interesting one today, Litchfield Minerals. Its focus is the Northern Territory, across uranium, copper, tungsten, manganese, and other base metals. The uh, Managing Director is Matthew Pustaya. Matthew is a uh, prospector from way back, and uh, he's bringing Litchfield to the market in a Four and a half to $5.5 million IPO at $0.20 cents a share. At the maximum subscription, the, the market cap would be uh, $7.58 million. So obviously very leveraged to exploration success across its Northern Territory um, projects. Now we have Matthew in the studio with us today. Matthew, g'day. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Barry. Thanks for having me today. Pleasure to, to meet you. Matthew, uh, we don't see too many IPOs out of the Northern Territory. Tell me a bit about the uh, the background to the company and uh, yourself. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, you don't see too many um, IPOs out of the Northern Territory because traditionally the uh, territory has been a little bit hard with infrastructure. Um, we got into the Northern Territory in 2016. We had, had a couple of assets in the Litchfield National Park, hence the name, and it all got a little bit too difficult, so we, we got rid of those, and then we sort of moved to the Mount Doreen area in 2018, and we had a luxury of sort of picking and choosing from the best projects at the time in the NT because there was no hot rush in the NT at that time. And we've always thought about the NT as the uh, final frontier of Australia that just required a little bit of love and some infrastructure, and it looks like that's all coming in now. So right time, right place. I think you'll probably see a little bit more IPO traction on the NT space and i think you'll probably see a little bit more action in nt in general for the ipo sorry for just the general stock market this year matthew uh, what's your background in the industry yeah my background's an interesting one um we, we we've sort of been exploring for numerous years we sort of cut our teeth on high purity quartz we were looking for high purity quartz to create solar panels uh generally around queensland julia creek um you know mount isa We've had a lot of ground on Mount Isa East, Mount Isa West, and we've sort of transacted it privately. Um, Dad and I have tried to keep what we consider the best ground and work out what we want to do with that. And that's sort of where we got left off with Litchfield Minerals in the NT on the Mount Doreen package. But yeah, we're, we've been on the ground. We're, we're boots on ground type, type fellas. We try and put our own money into the ground, develop them further, and then sort of work out where we sit. So you and your dad are a bit of a team, are you? Yeah, we're a team. Look, he's a scientific guy. He introduced me to rocks at a very young age. I think, um, you know, he took me to the uh, Bendigo Goldfields when I was four years old, three or four years old. And my first show and tell, which I won an award for, was um, bringing in, like, different rock samples. And I got the award for having such a vast knowledge of rocks. So it was a pretty interesting award. I'm not a geologist, um, however, you know, I've done a lot of reading over the many years, so I can, I understand it more than most. Um, so yeah, it, it's pretty interesting all for, for Dad and I, um, and we're, we're sort of glad to be here with a, with a good team behind us now. Yeah, well, just talking about the team, just a bit of a run through on some of the uh, 
well, your chairman and uh, some of your non-exec directors? Yeah, sure. So um, our chairman is Dr. Peter Eagland. He was um, ex-head of uh, compliance, audit and compliance at Rio Tinto. Very, okay. very bright guy, worked for the board for the last sort of four or five years, basically auditing their internal resources. Um, very hands-on guy. He's been really good for us. He's opened the door um, to a lot of his contacts and I enjoy working with him. He's sort of a really good um, role model for me um, and I really enjoy working with him. Then we uh, we have another gentleman by the name of Mark Noppy and Mark Noppy's a very well-respected resource geologist in the world. Um, ex-global chair of SRK Consulting, which is a large geologist consulting firm. Current director at OzIMM. Um, has a lot to do with the JORC code and presenting the JORC code and teaching teaching people around it. He is a very, very well-known gentleman within the, the mining world. Um, and we're lucky enough to have Mark come come in on this project to sort of help us with any resourcing needs that we have in the future. And um, the the on the geology boots on the ground sort of stuff, you have a consultant or in-house geologist? Yeah, we do. We, we've hired a gentleman named Dave Esser. I, I put my feelers out to my network in... Um, the Queensland network space that I sort of have. And one of one of my contacts, David Alizadin, he basically said, mate, go on, Dave S has just posted a, a LinkedIn article, uh, sorry, a LinkedIn, um, yeah, a LinkedIn post saying he's looking for work. And and Dave basically said, go and run, go and get him. Don't don't look back, just get him. So look, he's had a lot of experience with some of the bigger guys as well. IOCGs, copper, um, around, you know, Mount Isa, around the world. So look, we're, we're very lucky to have Dave. I've worked with Dave, absolute pleasure to work with. Very good guy, very knowledgeable. We've walked the ground together. He's got some very interesting ideas on what's happening. We just want to go and implement some of these ideas. Okay, so the company will be based in where? Our company's based out of Brisbane, officially. So we've got an office in Brisbane. Um, we, we, well, we've run out of an office in Brisbane. Um, so we'll be head, head home is Brisbane. Uh, Mark's from Brisbane. Peter's from Brisbane. Brent's from Brisbane. Dave's from Brisbane. I'm from Sydney, um, or Terrigal, which is just north of Sydney, up on the coast. Yeah, no, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'm from Terrigal. Um, however, yeah, m- most of the operations will be let out of Brisbane. Will you uh, need to open an office in Darwin or the NT at all? Um, we won't probably need to open an office in Darwin. We're, we're pretty lucky to have some really good infrastructure on our tenement package, um, and we can we can probably have like a revolving office on site, um, mm-hmm. which is really handy for us. Right, so keep the cost down nice and low. Yeah, Craig, most of the money we want to put into the ground. Do you have a feel for what percentage will go into the ground? Oh, from 65 to 68% of the money will go into the ground. We're going to keep our corporate overhead low. And, you know, the board's rewarded not by salary. The board is rewarded by, you know, high milestones, um, you know. So $1 over six months and they get some shares. So that's sort of how they're rewarded. If they're, if, if they're getting rewarded, all the shareholders are getting rewarded. Right. Now, um we are in a tough market for juniors, but uh, I think the combination of uranium, copper, tungsten, manganese, and uh, some lead and zinc and bismuth thrown in as part of the package uh, will be of interest to shareholders. But I'm just wondering how, um, your timing. Um, you can't wait for the market to turn forever, but you obviously want to get boots on the ground. So let's run through the the projects. Uh, Mount Doreen, 350 kilometres northwest of Alice Spring, looks to be the flagship operation. Tell us why. Yeah, look, it is the flagship operation. Um, it's 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 compliant. It's on pastoral lease. We're ready to go. Uh, we got mining management plan for thirty holes, starting Silver King, then Mount Irene, and um, the Clark sort of area. Basically, you've got five areas of mineralisation. It's all polymetallic, and then we also have um, some very hot rocks behind us in both the granites and shear zones. 
So it's pretty interesting. We have big next door neighbors in the uranium space, such as Energy Metals and Big Really, and then we've got some smaller players like Sabre and Eclipse sort of ordering us. We're really keen. Look, we're, we're base metals guys, um, candidly. We're base metals guys. We always have been. However, we're lucky enough to also have the uranium. So look, our plan is to run our base metals campaign starting off at Silver King. However, we're also going to get some uranium guys to come in and work over the top of us as well uh, to, to really go and investigate those uranium anomalies further. Right. So when you say uh, some uranium guys to come in, um, you mean uh, uranium experts or other uranium companies? Yeah, look, what, what we'll do is we'll try and find a, a geologist who knows um, uranium pretty much and we'll try and get another exploration geologist to sort of run the, the uranium side of things um, in tandem with uh, Dave Esser, of course. Right. Um, it's a good time to be having uranium prospects. It is. It is. It's very hot at the moment. Uh, forgive the pun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, look, it, it's good. The uh, uranium always had its had its place. It's just, you know, every time it sort of gets ahead of steam, some some disaster happens. And I think the, the new reactors are sort of solving that. And I think that, you know, the only way we're ever going to get to true renewable energies and zero carbon emissions is, is using nuclear and it needs to be part of the energy mix. Um, you know, COP28 was a big, big catalyst and a big turning point. And it looks like uh, a lot of people are changing their sort of thought process or a lot of com- uh, countries are changing their thought process on uranium and Iraq. And there is a long history of uranium in the NT, of course. Uh, 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 high grade operations um, here, there and everywhere, really. Um, do you find the NT government supportive of uh, uranium exploration? Oh look! If you if you had to pick a state, you'd want to be in either South Australia or Northern Territory to explore for uranium. Um, they're, they're they're generally a lot better than than other states. I've got assets in um in Queensland uh, with uranium, and you know you can't really do very much. You can explore for it, but look, if if you ever found a, a good resource there, there's not much more you, you can't really take it any further. So look, the Northern Territory are very supportive, but not just in uranium. They're supportive everywhere. I, I'm finding them a pleasure to deal with. Um, they had their biggest quarter. Uh, last year in expiration, um, it was $74 million. So, I mean, they're, they're making all the right moves. The infrastructure's coming in. Um, they're, they're really working with explorers. Uh, they're being fair um, and they're working hard and they, and they really want um, Northern Territory to be, a, you know, a metal furious uh, sort of terrain that's very productive. And I think they're right, making all the right noises and all the right moves to, to really attract new entrants. Mm. Now, Mount Doreen being 350 k's from Alice Springs. Um, you know, sounds like the middle of nowhere, but uh, apparently the infrastructure is pretty good. The, the road out to Tanami, um has been sealed. Yeah, look, we, yeah, yeah. So it has been sealed now. It, it's sealed past our tenement now, which is really, really handy. Um, it used to take me like seven hours to drive out there. <laughs> what, what, one, what one trip I had, I had a, a flock of 200 camels come and storm the <laughs> track all up the Tanami and I was sitting there going, I wonder, where am I? Where am I? <laughs> Saudi Arabia, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It was, it was nuts and it was really awesome. I took some videos. But, I mean, now the, the last trip, um, I got up there just over three hours. Um, it's fully sealed. We're lucky enough to have a couple camp options as well um, in our sort of midst. And uh, just below us, just below one of our, our targets, Wolf from Hill, we've got a um, – engineering camp that you know we're, we're working towards and, and and they've invited us to stay a couple of times and we can stay there for for for, for some of our exploration campaigns so that's really handy a lot of a lot of people in the nt they find it hard to attract workers just because it's it's really hot and the infrastructure is poor but look this is a fully serviced camp you know with cooks and 
showers that work and nice amenities. So we're, we we got very lucky, um, we, which was quite fortunate for us. When did that? Uh, when was that road sealed? I've been sealing it for the last year and a half, um, and they they're really productive. Um, the Exact Engineering Group they're doing a really really good job. Um, they they they're just steaming through it. So, um, they 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 just I believe they're tendering for the next ninety kilometres as well um, up the road, and I believe that that road's supposed to be sealed all the way to Horse Creek in Western Australia. Right, so a bit of a nation building effort there, infrastructure wise. Yeah, correct. I think the federal government and maybe even the um, army are. Uh, funding that. So the initial focus at uh, uh, Mount Doreen is on copper, gold, uh, silver, lead, zinc uh, type prospects. How soon do you think you'll be on the ground? Yeah, look, um, pending the raise, of course. I think we can move pretty quickly. Um, if we can get the money in, um, we're lucky enough to have some local drillers that sort of own the ground as well, the Mount Doreen station. So look, I don't want to say day one we'll be drilling because, you know, it's a logistical nightmare. I'm hoping we can do that, uh, but it's likely we'll start drilling a couple of weeks after our listing. Right, okay. And then um, the tungsten um, will come a bit later? Yeah, look, the tungsten the tungsten area is Wolfram Hill, um, which is just above the camp that I was describing earlier. We've currently got the double APA um, clearing that site, working with some anthropologists. There's no cultural heritage issues there or uh, culturally significant areas. There's just um, a couple um, old traditional sites um, that they sort of need to work through. And there's also the old Mount Doreen homestead there, um, which needs to be preserved. So look, um, once they come in and do their work, they'll work with us on you know where we can and can't drill on that area. And um, we're hoping to have that cleared probably Q1 uh, this year. It's, you know, it's up to the AAPA how long that takes. Right, okay. Now, Lucy Creek, uh, 400 kilometres northeast of Alice Springs. That's where there's a uh, manganese and some yeah. rare earth potential, perhaps. Yeah, correct. I look, I look, I look at um, Lucy Creek as some low-hanging fruit. Uh, I recognise that the manganese market is a bullish market um, in the high-purity manganese sulphate. Mm-hmm. The new yeah. NMC, yeah, the new NMC batteries are the NMC 271s, I believe. The cathode is like 75% manganese now, um, where it used to be cobalt. Um, so I see that market's high growth. Um, we've got manganese everywhere. It seems to be sedimentary. It was once hydrothermal um, you know, millions of years ago. It's all obviously weathered down to a sedimentary sort of system now. Um, I'm assuming with some um, modern geo, uh, geophysical work, we, we, we still might be able to find um, some of the hidden hydrothermal manganese areas. Um, however, we've got vast areas of manganese, you know, rock chips up to 60%, very low phosphorus, uh, which is what you want for both steel and batteries. So that's really good. Some of the areas around us as well, uh, well, not around us, on our tenement, um, in some of the manganese areas, you know, there's base metals attached to some of it as well, like lead and cobalt, um, which is quite interesting because it's in the Georgina Basin and we all know those the Georgina Basin can produce some big SEDEX deposits. Um, I think Sandfire Resources pretty much pegged everything around us, uh, and I believe they'd be looking for SEDEX deposits there as well. Um, then we've got some rare earths. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if the rare earths are there. A company called um, El Kedra did a lot of work in the early 2000s on this area looking for kimberlites and kimberlite pipes because uh, they, they found this ground highly perspective for diamonds. And look, whilst they fi- found traces of micro diamonds, they never found the kimberlite pipes. Some of their old reports have really high-grade um, esoteric heavy rare earths such as um, erbium, europium, gallium, etc., etc. Um, 
they're very high grade though. So we, we really need to get on the ground and, and, and truth test those. Um, but you know, if that's there, that's going to you know add a, add a quite a large string to the bow. So look, I really look at this tenement, which is 800 square kilometers as low hanging fruit. There's um there's companies on market right now that are doing manganese and similar style sedimentary manganese and, and they've got quite high market caps and they're doing a fantastic job. So over in the like, West, yeah. Yeah, correct. I, I think the specialists in the manganese markets will be all over this one once we, we once we get out there. Mm. Um given the the pervasiveness of the manganese, has there been much uh, work in the past on not really, not looking for the manganese. So El Kedra discovered the manganese and because where it is, it's quite hard to get out to. They had helicopters and stuff. So no one's really traditionally done any work over there because it's 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 near the Queensland border on the Georgiana Basin up to Plenty Road. So very hard, it can be hard to get to. Infrastructure is getting better, don't get me wrong. The Plenty Road's also being sealed and um, having Samfire move in as a next door neighbour um, with granted tenements, you, my assumption is they're going to be doing some work Plus, also the stations are pretty pretty nice up that way. So, not really. There's been a couple old um, drill holes done, but they were searching for kimberlites, and it was very really sort of sort of um, shallow drilling, auger testing, doing soil and geochemistry. But they were finding massive manganese in the in the areas, um, you know, in in horizons in the sediments um, in in an area called Lucy Creek too. They're also seeing that same sedimentary system, which is probably hundred kilometers away or 50 kilometers away in the halfway dam so look it's 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 very early stage however we as again i think we look at it as low-hanging fruit i don't think um putting a resource on it will be overly hard however you know i've never traversed the ground so i i can't say that with you know 100 percent heart but but I, I, but having a look at the data it looks like one of those projects that should be fairly you know cut and paste Okay. One thing that stands out for me is the your ability to uh, secure big land packages. So you wouldn't be able to do that in the crowded WA space. Yeah, look. Or Queensland for that. Yeah, look. Well, we've been Dad and I have been lucky enough to sort of identify opportunities when the markets have been down. Um, And you know, the the aim of the game is to try and hold on to these packages for as long as you can. Even though this is a new package, well, the the um, the Lucy Creek package is a new package. You know, the aim of the game is to do the work, hold on to them for as long as you can, try and catch the next cycle, build them up enough, and then and then um, try and try and, and try and move them on or, or, or take them on yourself. Um, so yeah, look, we've got our process down pat on how we identify grounds and where we want to pick it up. We're always ahead of the market. Uh, we always sort of know what's coming into moratorium, and then we know what we want to bid on, and then we've got our paperwork sort of ready to go. Um, so yeah, look, it is. It can be hard if you're sort of starting out, but once you put a process around it and you've been doing it for multiple years, it sort of it sort of becomes self-fulfilling and, and it becomes sort of bread and butter in your work. But yes, you, you can't get this size of tenements packages in Western Australia um, because it's just so heavily competed for. However, I, I do think that Northern Territory will end up being the next uh, Western Australia. Right, okay. Uh, this is your first uh, experience as a listed uh, director? Uh, it will be my first experience as a listed director. Um, I have been involved in some other projects in the background, um, but yes, this will be the uh, first one where I would be officially listed director. Right. So, and you've got Peter and Mark guiding the way there for you. Um, yeah, and look, that, that that sort of works out well for me because look, I'm a knowledgeable guy. I've got a, got a lot of enthusiasm. I ha- I can wear many hats. Um, you know, expert at lots of things, master at none, so they say, and that and that's where um. 
Pete and Mark come in and um, they're going to help guide me and they're going to be great mentors for me personally. Um, the good thing about having such a board with um, who is so credible is, you know, they're going to hold me to account because they have large reputations to protect and I expect that from them. So if I say I'm going to deliver something, I need to deliver it. Mm, okay. I look forward to your uh, future stock exchange announcements given uh, Mark's presence there with his uh, jork background. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the beauty of it. Look, I, I, I think a lot of companies sort of can trick the market a little bit, but Having Mark there, you know, he's going to be he's going to be presenting fair and honest representations of what we actually have, or what we're drilling out, or the data that we're getting, and that's why I enjoy it. So, you know, you don't often see that, and um, you know, it might be bullish, it might not be bullish, but at least the market know what they're getting. Um, but look, we're we're fairly we're 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 fairly confident that we have some very decent ground here. You've had some exciting times over the years with your dad prospecting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But and but this being your first listed uh, presence, I was just wondering, just trying to gauge your excitement level with it. Oh, look, I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited about the project. I'm excited about the process. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done, um, but you know, I'm a go-getter. So look, I, I'm very, very excited. I've got a good team around me. We've got the right infrastructure. It makes everything a little bit easier. Um, I'm just I'm just hoping that I can start delivering for for some excited shareholders too. Now, for those investors interested, listening, uh, who should they be contacting? Yeah, look, they should be contacting um, Phil from Alpine Capital, um, Phil Kaywood from Alpine Capital for any sort of in the Sydney office. Yeah, yeah, in the Sydney office for any sort of um, any sort of information around prospectus or capital raising. If anyone has any questions around geology or more technical questions, I encourage them to pick up the phone or. Or email myself, Matthew Pastea. My details should be on the website. Um, we're very easily accessible. We're, re- we're, we're, we're really good guys. So, look, we're happy to have conversations with people. Fantastic. Okay. Well, Matthew, welcome to the uh, listed world. Uh, we look forward to uh, the debut, which roughly will be when, you think? Uh, we believe March 7th it should be, um, pending, pending how the book goes, of course. But, look, we, we believe March 7th should be the date. Fantastic. Okay. There you go, folks. An interesting uh, go-getter company, uh, Litchfield Minerals. One to watch out for uh, post the uh, the listing in uh, March, hopefully. So, Matthew, thanks for your time today. Good luck with it all. We'll be watching with interest. Cool. Thanks, Barry. I appreciate your time. Cheers. Thanks, mate.